everybody and welcome to the Hallmarkies podcast. We are back for another episode of Once Upon an Upside and today we are covering two movies from October, Happily Never After and Time Capsule. Amy could not join us today so I am covering for her as host. I am Jess and I have with me the lovely Carrie. Hi everyone, it's fun to be here again. Yeah, so yeah, we just have these two movies and then we're ready for Christmas, which is exciting. Yeah, let's do it. I mean, sometimes it's it's funny to do Christmas this early, but then once all the promos start happening and everything, I'm ready. I, I'm like, all right, let's do Christmas. <laughs> I know, it's like, yeah, it's like, oh, it's so early, but then it's like, never mind, I'm in the spirit, I'm ready. <laughs> yeah. Especially this year, especially this year. It's it's needed to it's have needed. some early, it, We're all ready for some cheer. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, all right, well, let's just dive right into the first movie, um, Happily Never After, which stars Danielle Saber, I hope I'm pronouncing that right, and Rick Cosnett. Um, I was not familiar with either one of these, but um, this movie is about two characters named Kate and Josh, and um, they're both authors. Kate writes true crime novels, and Josh writes, like, not like children, children's books, like somewhere in that young adult children's um, genre. Right. Early elementary, late elementary, maybe, or something. Yeah. Like chapter books is what I, what it looked like. Yeah, yeah. And so they, they wrote a book together um, some years ago, and they were going to write a sequel. They started it, and they never finished it. And now they're being asked by their publisher to come back to write this sequel. Um, and they had a previous relationship, so it's very complicated. And we also have this second relationship with Victoria and her partner, Nathan, who are both cops, but it gets complicated by this little photographer named Patrick. So we got some, uh, some things going on there. So yeah, that's the summary. So Carrie, overall, how did you, how'd you feel about this movie overall? Well, it was a pleasant surprise. I, I didn't know what to expect. And I really did like that they had a strong kind of side story as well with, with Vic and Nate. And then they even had like a smaller side story with that married couple who yeah. were like do a surprise with their anniversary. And so that kind that was fun to me, jumping around from story to story and see the development. But as far as Kate and Josh go, you know, they it was kind of a classic he's never growing up, she's serious, <laughs> you know, that's yeah. opposites attract, but um, I liked it. I liked their, the, the development of their relationship again, as they've matured, mm -hmm. you know, so overall, it was a good movie. What yeah. do you think? Yeah, I think very similarly. So I've, I feel like I've said over and over that Up kind of has this problem sometimes where they have too many things going on at the same yes. time. And so things get underdeveloped, but I thought they did a really good job with um, the two main kind of relationship stories with Kate and Josh and then Victoria and Nathan. Um, however, I did not really care for the third one. I it felt out of place. Yes, yeah, married couple. Yeah, there was yeah. like their anniversary thing. I'm like, he, the the husband, I don't even, I didn't even write his name down. Um, he, he was like the friend of Josh. So he was like kind of tied in, but that was about it. And yeah. I just felt like they could have like cut that out. I'm like it was it, it didn't right. add anything to the story. You're right. That I think that that would have been a strong um, thing to cut out. You're right, it, and wouldn't have missed it or develop it more. You know that type of thing. It was like a weird limbo. 
Yeah, it, it did provide some comic relief. It just, again, it was, to me, it was just underdeveloped because it was, it just wasn't really meshed yeah. well into the, the plot line. Yeah. Um, let's talk about this photographer, Patrick. How do you feel about him? <laughs> you know, it was funny. He comes on the scene to do a, a police kind of photo shoot, you know, and she was picked. She's a cute girl. Um, he, I kind of didn't know if I was supposed to like him yet or if I was supposed to like Nick or Nate, you know, and Nate just seemed like a platonic friend for a while mm -hmm. into the movie, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah right, like, I mean, I kind of assumed that's where they were going, but yeah, at first it, there wasn't much like of a vibe going on there. Like, oh, they're just partners, okay. <laughs> right, they're just partners. And it was like, oh, fun. But then Patrick comes on and he is just, he's charming and he sees something in her and that's more than just a cop. And she loves that about him. And they, she really thinks that they're starting a relationship, but they're not, <laughs> he is not a good guy. <laughs> I know he's oh he's like a total fraud to her like he's like oh yeah like t telling her all these li lines and that's what they are they're just lines and, yes. and yes. she well one thing that kind of I was like she's a cop like I'm surprised she didn't question this a little bit more because I'm like oh yeah it's this kind of like sleazy photographer so like, true <laughs> like she could like her senses her cop senses should have been on you know heightened or something yeah he it just like he appealed to this side of her that she felt was lost, yeah. you know, like this, this female side, this feminine right. side. And so, I mean, he saw past her cop and therefore it. her cop guard was down. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Where then we find out Nate just like, he just likes her as she is, you know, obviously he thinks she's, she's pretty, like there's more to her and all this stuff, but he's being very professional because they're, they're partners. And so that was sweet, but I wish that was more developed. Don't you? What part? Nate and Vic just like at the end yeah. rushed. and I, I wanted that to be more developed yeah she spent a little too much time with uh Mr. Mr. Patrick know. there oh, no. <laughs> oh I was like oh, goodness oh, poor Vic but at least she, she got in the right spot eventually right she did yeah she totally did <laughs> uh, all right so let's go back to the the main couple for a second so I just love the concept of Josh's books of uh, Jimmy Sweatsocks. Right. <laughs> I'm like, I feel like this hat, whoever the writer was, I'm like, is this like a personal story of like hiding this sock and putting like eyes and a face on it? Right. <laughs> so cute. I mean, just to see the history of them as friends and then mm -hmm. maybe boyfriend and girlfriend, right? In college, they like had a relationship. Yeah, because I think they were dating as they were writing okay. the first book. And so they were dating. And so then she's like never read his books before. I know, that surprised stuff. me. I mean, I guess I kind of understand like they broke up. She didn't want to be reminded of him, but I was like, you were curious at all about Jimmy Sweatsock, especially since he, she, the sock story was like, she had to know that was kind of a connection. Right. And her. she just kind of was affronted like that was our thing. Like, why is he writing about that? That was our thing. I mean, I totally would have read those books if my ex-boyfriend wrote the, you know, like she, <laughs> like, she, buys them, she hid them, but she didn't read them. I'm like, no, you would have read them. I know you. Yeah, at least I'm turning a couple pages, like some curiosity going on here. <laughs> right. Did he dedicate these to me at all? Like, what's up? <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I really like that. And that was cute. And and just like kind of watching them too, like, because their, their book was about like a magic cellar and like they went back to the cellar and I thought that was really fun, like to yes. get their, 
their inspiration going right you know she she really like lost herself you know or he maybe that wasn't it he brings out a side of her that was really important to the creative process and just like who she is as with her imagination that she doesn't get with true crime fiction or with like this autobiography thick stuff that she was writing mm-hmm. and so I liked to see that you know there was he brought this side out in her that was really precious I thought yeah yeah because that's kind of like the driving force is that like her her true crime books either aren't like holding up or something and her publisher or whoever was like you need basically need to write this sequel like otherwise it's not going to be good for your career right. <laughs> and okay, yeah. so this publisher was so paternal like he was such a father figure to both yeah. of them he's and so invested was, in them <laughs> especially josh i wondered if that was typical for a publisher author relationship like i didn't know so yeah yeah okay. yeah because didn't well i guess there wasn't much you could do with the whole like character thing that josh had with like them branding his characters yeah. um because i was kind of like I mean, he signed the papers, so, so I guess he kind of signed his rights away. I know, and it didn't seem like he asked many questions, but yeah. then the publisher, Gene, should have. So, yeah, yeah. that was sad. <laughs> yeah, because, like, my spidey senses are kind of tingling when he signed that. I'm like, you should you should read that. You're not you're not reading Weren't that. They? <laughs> I'm like, oh, this is too easy. This is going too easy. <laughs> but um, but there was, like, when he went to that final meeting, um, I really liked what he said. I wrote it down. I liked it so much. When he was like, my voice has value. And my lack of support carries consequence. Yes. I'm like, that was like a really powerful statement there. Yes, it was. Oh, like, you tell him, Josh, like, yeah. Like, the author's not backing this branding that's going to say something to the consumers. And Yeah, definitely. And he was starting to get a little business savvy, starting to care a little bit about his career in that way. So she rubbed off on him, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, they both kind of, like, helped each other along. Yeah, because she, she encouraged him to fight for it. Like, don't just let them take your characters right exactly so i do think we need to find those books and read them yeah <laughs> i want to know about jimmy's foot socks like we do and the magic cellar yeah. it reminds me of the magic tree house <laughs> oh that's so what they went off of you're right <laughs> that's funny but um yeah and then i also really like that he like randomly would play dodgeball in this movie <laughs> Oh my gosh, what was that? This little <laughs> dodgeball thing? <laughs> I'm like, do adults have like dodgeball leagues? Is that a thing? It is actually. Yeah, I think it is. Like park wreck, <laughs> dodgeball, pickleball, um, or is that pickleball? I think like it's handball or something like that. Volleyball. Yeah, adults get into it. Clearly, I don't spend much time at the gym to know these things. So <laughs> Or the yeah, parks and rec department. Yeah. Oh, but yeah, and- I love that they played together. I love that they didn't win because it was like then it was just it was just some fun, like blowing out yeah. steam and enjoying yeah. each other. So. so how about when they got locked in the garage? That was a little anticlimactic <laughs> for me. I thought that they were gonna have to like be in the garage, talk things out, kiss, but nope, nope. It was just a real quick <laughs> Yeah, I didn't really care for that scene and I'm like, I also feel like they could have probably found a way out. <laughs> Sure. like can't you just like I don't I guess maybe like most garage doors you can probably physically pull them up a little bit <laughs> <laughs> I know I mean a lot of things in this movie kind of felt like they were leading you somewhere and then no that it was it was done it was a quick you know quick scene or something so mm-hmm. that kind of bothered me a little bit but yeah yeah there was a few things here and there but you know, I think overall it was a it was a decent 
decent movie. Yeah. Um, do you have anything else before we move on to the ratings? Oh boy, I don't think I do. I'm looking at my notes here and I think that it was just, it was a good offering. There was a lot that I liked about it. And then some things that were like, what? Oh <laughs> no, no, I, I'm trying to figure out my rating. What would yours be? I, I rated it fairly high for what I would rate um, a movie. I gave it 7.75. Yes. I didn't quite make it to eight. I didn't quite make it to eight. So Tell me why. What was that little quarter of a point <laughs> <left>? <laughs> Well, I mean, I, I think there's some of the little things. And then it's because overall it was cute. I like the story. Um, but I did not like that third relationship. It just didn't work for me. And I kind of wish they played up the band. I love witty banter. Let me yes. put that in there. That's like for me, like if you put that in a movie, that's gold. And when you have two opposites coming back together who don't like each other, I felt like they could have played it up a little bit more. Um, so maybe just some like missed opportunities, but overall it was cute and I enjoyed it. So yeah. I gave it a pretty high rating. That's pretty high for me. That is okay. That's good. Well, I, I'm just still trying to figure out my rating mood, you know, um, <laughs> Like what I've ranked things so high before that other people have not liked. And I'm like, why did I do that? But you know, it's just about the emotional connection to a movie. And sometimes you can't mm -hmm. explain it. And yeah, this one was pretty good. It was pretty good. So I did six, six out of 10. Six so out of 10 were, balloons. yeah, there were a lot of things that were, that worked. And then there were just other things that just kind of left me hanging as far as like, oh, they really could have hooked me there. You know, mm -hmm. if Vic and Nate had a really awesome like confessional of love like I've loved you for a long time you know like I'm just yeah. to, um, be professional about it you know that that would have worked for me a lot better than what they did so six out of ten for me for this one all right very good let us move on to the next one time capsule mm -hmm. so this one stars Penelope Mitchell Shane Harper Shanika Knowles and Greg Lyons um, as these four characters, Lauren, Tom, Jane, and Peter. And so we basically have these four friends um, who are at graduation in high school and prom and Lauren and Tom are dating. Jane and Peter are not, although Jane really wishes they were. <laughs> <laughs> and Lauren just kind of drops this bomb on Tom that uh, she's going to Argentina. Because who wouldn't? because he wouldn't right out of right. high school who, who has that money apparently right. does. <laughs> they they do a time capsule together that they all put something in and bury it at the school and then we do the time jump and so the guys and the girls kind of stay in contact separately um the guys a little bit more so i think than the girls yeah and then they all come back together to dig up this time capsule because of a parking lot that's being put in and they don't want their time capsule to be under the parking lot <laughs> And um, then they do this reunion tour of all the things from their time capsule. Mm -hmm. And that is the premise of this movie. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So what are some of your overall thoughts on this, this time capsule movie? You know, I think a time capsule really works when actual time has gone by. And <laughs> I was disappointed that seven years only. Because it was supposed to be 20, right? They were going to dig it up in like 20 years, I think. 20, but they had to do it early because of right. the parking lot in the, at the school, of course. But I think they had said it was only seven years that had gone by. And I was like, that's mm -hmm. still enough time to like the CD that you put in your time. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's not a lot of time. But I'm trying to remember the time from high school graduation 
to when you're like 24 or 25 mm-hmm. it does feel like a lot goes on a lot happens yeah especially when you go off to college you you do go through a lot of changes right so. you, go through, you go to Argentina you know you go to Argentina <laughs> so so it does probably feel like a lot of time went by actually as far as growing up went but uh I kind of I don't know um I like the idea I like the idea of this movie and um I just kind of wish it would have been more believable to me if more time would have gone on you know like Mm -hmm. oh wow this was really nostalgic but it wasn't really nostalgic it was so fresh all of their emotions were so fresh Um, right right what did you think yeah I kind of had mixed feelings too um I didn't really care for the idea of a time capsule in, in a high school story. I wasn't expecting, I liked it more than I expected to like Good. it. And I, I ended up rating it actually quite a bit higher than I thought I was going to rate it. Good. Um, I like those movies. That surprised just you. with my expectations. But yeah, there was, there was just like a lot of inconsistencies for me, I think in this movie. And I don't know if it was just my computer, but I had some really weird sound things going on. Oh, did you? <laughs> <laughs> like it would like, I would just, it would almost like, I thought it would like mute almost for a second and then like, I could hear the sound like come back on. Oh, like, I'm is this my computer or is this the movie? Like, I don't know. <laughs> maybe computer. I didn't, I didn't hear that. Okay. So maybe that was just my computer. Um, but yeah, at first I just, I think I kind of like struggled to feel the chemistry of this, this group of friends. Yeah. Now by the end, I think I felt it. I was like, okay, yeah. I see these as like a cohesive unit of friends. Um, yeah. But yeah, there was just a couple issues along the way, and I think we'll we'll kind of get there. But mm-hmm. yeah, what did you think about Lauren being a rock star? <laughs> it was some soft rock for me, I guess. <laughs> yeah. um, I was very uh, interested in her boyfriend choice of Derek. <laughs> I liked her being a musician, but like, why make why put her in a band i i mean i guess i know why because this other boy she was interested in and stuff like that and yeah i was kind of confused on that because i'm like she's uh, like my impression was that the like when they were in high school she was the musician and she was going to argentina for some kind of music reason i don't even remember and then but and he was like kind of into music too but then yeah. it like felt at the end they were both like yes we're both hardcore musicians <laughs> I don't know hardcore like he busted out this guitar and just hop- See, that was that was a problem for me I'm like that's not believable you you don't just learn a song in five minutes when he said but that's he had- how awesome of a musician he was I guess yeah. like get up <laughs> there and like- a prodigy because <laughs> he said he hadn't picked up a guitar in years. <laughs> and he busted out so I I thought they spent way too much time on with her band like too much too long of songs too long you know like just ah, that that bothered me I didn't like her band I didn't like her she was trying to be emo where it was like just be yourself like just be. <laughs> see yeah I think that those things like she was a very inconsistent character yeah now I didn't mind the band because I actually liked the music and I was like, oh, oh this did is you? like okay. good music okay. to listen to. But like, she didn't make any sense to me like, no. of what she wanted. She was like, like I understand she like wanted commitment or whatever from, from Derek, but he's then he had a really good line when he was like, I, do you want me to be mad that you're hanging out with your ex? It's like, you know, you have to pick <laughs> up. Like, he's like, what do you want from me? <laughs> right. <laughs> they were clearly at different places and they clearly just needed to, you know, not be in a relationship just be band partners and stuff yeah but. and I didn't get why like if she 
wasn't dating Derek, why the band would have to fall apart because their relationship was pretty casual to begin with. Pretty casual. I mean, just because she was the one who wrote all their music and their songs, actually. So if they broke up, I think the band was nervous that she would leave the band. And then why would she have to? Like, if they, you know, like, it's not like they were in this deep committed, clearly they weren't like (laughs) deep committed. work, I guess. She learned that in Argentina. I think. And, but then at the end he bails and I'm like what <laughs> because it was bad vibes okay here's here's the thing I actually really liked Tom I thought I I liked him I liked that he was a steady guy mm-hmm. he got a, a job at the high school that they graduated from he was a history teacher he seemed like a good teacher like I I really liked him super loyal to Lauren throughout all this heartbreak you know and I thought one of the strongest scenes really was when, can I jump here? When, Don't worry. Okay. <laughs> when he was going to recreate this asking her to prom thing as far as, as part of their reunion tour, let's do things we did in high school. And he like recreated this asking her to prom. She messes it up. She, you know, comes <laughs> late. <laughs> he, it doesn't happen. And he's like, where were you? And all of these old feelings like come to the surface and they're finally able to explain what happened that night after graduation. And um, I liked that scene because I was like, mind blown, you know, the twist here, you think she's a jerk and she just leaves for Argentina mm-hmm. and he's holding a torch for her this whole time, heartbroken. Right. Where she actually that's not what happened right they finally have that conversation like it's like all out in the open it gets it gets passionate so yeah I I agree that was probably one of the better the better scenes in the movie although personally I was like oh this like reenacting of a asking someone to prom I'm not a romantic so I'm like this is weird well that's because it was only seven years ago (laughs) still like holding on to prom seven years later I guess and like at the time she was oh wait he oh, he thought she was done with Derek I think maybe yeah I don't know so that thing like there's so many mixed signals like is she dating Derek is she wanted like I felt like she was like confusing the, the like the heck out of him <laughs> I was so confused and even just that it's a big deal to invite someone to Argentina you know you're just gonna slip him a ticket and see what he does like that yeah. was not a good move you know and then of course he loses the ticket because he accidentally puts it in the time capsule so it's there for yes. seven years and he conveniently didn't gets stuck against the the side and is conveniently the same color. So they never saw it. So they both they both realize that they don't have the story straight and they both hurt each other and you know, mm-hmm. all of that. I I don't know. What did you think about her leaving her actual band to go surprise him at prom, but he wasn't there because he came to the band show? <laughs> <laughs> was very confused by that point I'm like I don't even know what's happening like again I just felt like she was such an I was repeating myself now she was such an inconsistent character because I'm like at first I thought she was like very hardcore in the music and then I'm like well you don't seem to care too much anymore and I was like what does this girl want I think she needs to do some soul searching yes and (laughs) figure out what she wants and then come back (laughs) exactly well she wanted Tom I guess and she was just she was fulfilled with that. So what, you, <laughs> what about the um, Jane and Peter? Yeah, I was just going to say that too. I I like them. Um, I thought it was hilarious when, so Jane finally gets the courage momentarily to call Peter. And then also just like, <gasps> butt dial. <laughs> like, so, 
like chickens out. I'm like, oh she my like gosh. Says it. <laughs> that was hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> but I like how she helped with the store and the dad was kind of like, I see what's going on here. Yeah. But he's like very casual about it at first. Uh-huh. <laughs> he's like, yeah, you two get in the picture. <laughs> he was so good. Wasn't that um, Carl Winslow from Family Matters? The dad from Family Matters with Steve Urkel. I never watched Family Matters, actually. <laughs> oh, no, I did. And it was, let me tell you, okay. it was that dad. And he, it was fun. I haven't seen him in like anything since Family Matters way back when. So mm-hmm. it was fun to see him again. But I kind of could have done without his aha moment of telling them, you know, the one is, when you find the one, it's, what did he say? It's the one you want to sit in traffic with. Mm-hmm. And that was supposed to be this big aha moment because they had sat. They all did that. Yeah, (laughs) they had done that. I thought that was, ah, it was just too specific. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Maybe a little more subtle. Yes. Also, how did he know they sat in traffic? You know? (laughs) Right. Exactly. Maybe Peter really tells his dad everything. I don't know. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Oh, Oh, goodness. Um, Had a sweet, um, she had a sweet line at the end where she was trying to convince Lauren to you know uh patch things up with Tom um have clearer communication she said you know forgiveness you need to forgive him and she was like it's fine it's over now and but then Jane says forgiveness is the best way to move forward and mm. I was like "Ooh, that's a little profound nugget here in this capsule yeah. movie and that that was sweet yeah, that's a really good, really good message to, to have in there for sure. Do you know what you would rate this one? Yes, I have to rate this one. I have to rate this one. Oh boy. <laughs> I want to be fair because I did like it. Like there were things I really did like about it. I just wanted a little bit more from it maybe. Um, I think 6.5. 6.5 out of 10 because because of, like you said the inconsistency of character but also they, they tried to wrap things up pretty nicely and it just was one of those nice kind of teen movies mm-hmm. um, so um 6.5 out of 10 for me what about you I was very close I gave it 6 out of 10 so yeah like I said, it's higher than I thought I would give it because I did it by the end. I'm like, yeah, this was kind of like a pleasant, pleasant movie. But yeah, there were some like cotton, continuity things and yeah, um, just a few things that just didn't make enough sense um, to to work fully. But yeah, those are our two October movies. And let us know in the comments, um, Hallmarkies, what you or and Upsiders, what you thought about these two movies. If you agree or disagree with what we have rated, and then we will be coming up for Christmas yes it was fun it was fun to talk these movies through and but now I'm ready to look ahead (laughs) yes and so make sure you guys are following us on all social media for once upon an unside we're on twitter and instagram at oua upside um also of course our youtube channel and be sure to be following the hallmarkies pod and the hallmarkies podcast um across all social media Uh, iTunes, YouTube, and all of that. And we're so glad we got to talk to you about these movies today. And we will see you next time for Christmas movies. See you next time. Bye, everybody. Bye.